Okay, hello. Welcome to episode 218 of Sack King's Therapy. This is the first post-game, right after the game has ended, episode of the Sack King's Therapy podcast for the 22-23 season. Although it has not officially started, it's still preseason, but this is what normally the podcast is like. So if this is your first time hearing this kind of uh, episode, basically, uh, me and Fong just go after our thoughts right after the game, fresh, um, unprocessed, I guess, just unfiltered, uh, and just straight to the point um, thoughts to, about the game. So, all right, let's get started. Uh, Fong, you are here. Hello. All right. So I guess first thing to talk about, defense. What did you think of the defense this game? I thought it was really good, especially how we pretty much kept Dame for the most part, uh, you know, from scoring much uh, when he was out there, pretty much. I mean, Davion really locked him down, in my opinion. Yeah, and here's another thing. Fox was really good on him. Honestly, every time I saw Fox on Anthony Simons or um, Dame, I was like, just there's going to be some lapses. There's going to be some lazy defense going on. But no, he was up for this game. And also, you know what helps? calling a timeout as soon as they fuck up on defense. <laughs> yeah, it seems like they did that, like, I want to say a few times, especially, like, uh, in the start of a quarter, too. I'm like, we just started. It's only been two plays, and we call a timeout. Yeah, in the first quarter, I believe it was literally, yeah, as you said, two plays in, and I don't even remember what happened, or I, I didn't I didn't watch it back what happened, but there was a defensive breakdown, and, or – they might have called it on offense even. I don't remember, but something wasn't going right, and Mike Brown immediately called the timeout. And then the second quarter, I believe it was Malik Monk, just loses guy on a back cut after a really good defensive uh, possession, mind you. But Malik Monk gets beat on the back cut, immediately called the timeout. And guess what? Everyone comes back ready to play. Now they know the details, and everything just started humming after that. Yeah, pretty much. And, uh, you know, both sides offense and defense was surprisingly i mean this is really my first time watching uh this team as a whole uh from you know the whole game uh do really well in both sides really yeah um so let, let's talk a little bit about the uh offense the offense was good i really liked it for the most part the kings were playing fast they were getting the ball moving and most importantly hitting a lot of threes uh, Kings were 21 of 45 from three. That has to be close to the record, if not just straight up the record. They just, they just attacked. They got ball movement. They got penetration. Blazers went to zone for some reason in the second quarter. Now, I think they missed like one or two shots, but every shot was like crazy, ridiculous open. And it was just a massacre out there. Kings were basically up 20 after the, after the half. And then they basically just never really looked back after that. The league got... I think as big as like 31, I believe was the highest it ever got. Mm, I want to say so, especially in the fourth quarter. That's when, you know, we we maintained that 30 point lead for pretty much majority of that quarter. Yeah. Um, just overall, like the defense, like it wasn't perfect for most of the game. There was still some kind of, you know, Kangsy possessions where you hit a big three and then you give up a three right away on the other end for no reason. But, like, ultimately, like, they locked in for enough moments where basically it kind of just 
took the took the wind out of the sails out of the Blazers, and they just couldn't really recover. And yeah, the Blazers' defense is Swiss cheese. Um, that helped a lot. And yeah, like the it made the Kings look really really good. They ended up blowing mm-hmm. them out. Uh, basically one was it one twenty six ninety four. That's what twenty two. Uh, no thirty two. Can't do math today. I don't know why, but yes, that's a thirty two <laughs> point blowout. So yeah, just an overall, you know. Like this will be your play-in competition here, like you know they beat they beat the Lakers by uh, thirty last game and then they beat the Blazers. But you look at the Lakers game, the the Kings got that lead not from the starters. They were getting it off like mostly the second unit and the third unit. So there's not not much you can take away from it. But this game you can take away with a little bit more because you know Dame actually played in the fourth quarter. Anthony played like all the way into the late third quarter, like. They're playing real players and they dominated the Blazers. Yeah. And we, I mean, you always said we got to go for the kill. And it seemed like we maintained that kill throughout pretty much the second half, really. Yeah. Uh, so ultimately, like a very, very good showing. Um, let, let's talk a little bit about some of the individual players, real quick. Um, do, do you have the box score open? I do. I oh, damn it. Okay. I was going to ask you, who do you think led the uh, team in field goals? It's actually Harrison Barnes, who, you know he didn't he didn't play bad he actually had some really nice like acrobatic finishes but he didn't shoot well but other than that everyone else was really really good but we got to talk about we got to talk about him keegan murray once again leading the team in plus minus uh once again 16 points just effortless like doesn't force anything and like he missed his first three like by like wide right like hit it off the backboard but after that it was just smooth sailing yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm loving this kid already, but uh, what you going to call it? Uh, I wonder what kind of contract he's going to get by the end of all this. Yeah, well, I mean, that, that's a long ways away. Let's not think yeah. about it just yet. <laughs> but, like, on defense, he held up. Like, I don't remember a bad play from him, like, in particular. Like, he was good on switches. Like, he guarded Dame a few times, like, deterred him just enough to, like, miss a shot or, you know, make him pass. Like, everything, everything he did this game was just gravy, was good. You know, he, again, he's like, not only is he like, you know, a knockdown shooter, if he doesn't have a shot or if like he doesn't have an advantage, he passes it right away and keeps the ball moving. Just does not like stop the offense in any way, keeps it flowing. Just a a complete, like a picture perfect plug and play, plug and play player. Oh yeah, for sure. And same with him and uh, some other teammates. They like to cut more to the basket, you know, just in case if the attacker, uh, what you would call it, decides not to, you know, force a shot. There's also that secondary guy that uh, gets the ball and uh, potentially scores. And I kind of like the transition of that, too. Yeah, like it's just everyone's just kind of playing in rhythm right now. And it's great to see. It is preseason. You you always got to say that, you know, with that caveat. But you know what? The vibes are good. The, the vibes usually aren't good in Sacramento. So like, let's enjoy this. Like it's, it, they absolutely destroyed the Blazers and just everything just feels really, really good. And it feels right. Oh yeah. Uh, De'Aaron Fox also three for three from three. Like he was like, he was attacking again, played really good defense for most of the game. And just, yeah, he's looking like he's getting into form. Sabonis is just who Sabonis is. He just, do, he just does things. He only ended up with four assists, which is surprising, but like he was, he was really good. Yeah, I mean, overall, like, everyone was just uh, passing the ball to each other and hopefully uh, find that open man or, you know, that good assist. 
The other guy that sticks out to me a little bit, Malik Monk, three for nine, two for seven from three, but it felt like he played a lot better this game. I thought he had three threes, but I guess not. But like Malik is trying to start to find a stroke, but the other guy that has kind of found a bit of a stroke today, Terrence Davis. I I love Terrence Davis. He, I thought he was going to – I was hoping that he would find his way into the rotation. And just judging from this game, he, they'll probably try and find a way to get him in. And he proved them – he kind of proved them right. Like, four for five from three was absolutely knocked down and playing with pace and just overall just really, really good. Yeah, actually, surprisingly, he played one of the least minutes out of the guys that I expected him to like play more from. Well, he did play with like the third unit last game and he was in the second. He was definitely in the second unit. Mike Brown's trying out something and you could see him like talking to him on the sideline too. Like Mm -hmm. he he's doing his job and I'm pretty sure he'll get his opportunities. And, you know, in this game, he played again, really, really well. Oh, yeah. Uh, Let's talk a little about the third unit. Uh, The third unit consisted of basically uh, Chemezi Metsu, Kent Bazemore, uh, Keita, um, Ellis and Delhi. Now, for those of you that, you know, like are experts on the uh, on the roster, the guys that are kind of missing are Chima Moneki, uh, Quinn Cook and Sam Merrill. Now, Quinn Cook and Sam Merrill, like I I was probably I wasn't I didn't have that high of hopes for, although I probably would actually kept Quinn Cook over Delhi just because of the offensive stuff. Delhi is running the team really well, but the guy I'm really kind of disappointed that's not in the rotation and very likely is going to get cut. Chima Moneki, he didn't get to play this game. And, you know, like, I, I love Bays and all, but I want to, like, try take a bit of a risk with a guy like Shima. But we didn't we didn't get to see him this game. However, like, Bays was good. Uh, Metsu was good. Trey Lyles was all – Trey Lyles had a huge run in the third quarter, just absolutely took over the game. Or was it the second quarter? I don't remember. But second, I believe. Second quarter. Like, Trey Lyles uh, – Trey Lyles, Alex Len, they they proved that they should be on the roster. Like, you know, Terrence Davis, they proved that they should be on the roster. Ken Bazemore, he might have still got some left. Um, like, you know, I'm just I, like with third unit, like they're fine. Like they're probably not going to play much anyways, but I would love to see Chima, Chima like on the roster. Yeah, hopefully we'll get to see him sometime and have him not get cut. But uh yeah, hopefully uh Mike Brown is just testing out rotations, and maybe he'll be in the second unit next game. We'll see. I, I doubt guess. it. Probably in the third unit, if anything. I mean, he didn't really impress me in his stint uh, in, in the Lakers game either. Kind of got blown by a few times. I don't know. It, there might be something with him, but I, I don't know. So far, we haven't had a chance to see it. Like you imagine, the team is making these uh, making these decisions from just watching him practice. Maybe he just isn't showing much. But you know, personally, I want to see some. Like you know, he was a guy. You know, that kind of went on a, a mini media tour and like seems to really like enjoy Sacramento. I know like I've said that in the past. I don't really give a shit about that. But like he's <laughs> a wings, he's a wing size guy. He has some potential. I want to see like what he can do. Yeah, I guess we'll see. Uh, one guy that we are seeing like what he what he can do. And I'm really enjoying him so far. I'm sorry we didn't get to talk about him earlier, but Casey Paula didn't play all that many minutes, only played 12 minutes. Uh, made one shot, missed both his threes, but like he's a defensive guy. He's a stopper. Yeah, and surprisingly, he only had only two rebounds too, because it seemed like he puts all his effort into both defense and rebounding this game. 
Yeah, like he had one where like he skied over Nasir Little, you know, he made him look little. And like mm-hmm. he's just he's a he's definitely kind of one of those guys that definitely like knows his role, definitely kind of just strives to be, you know, an elite role player, an elite three and D player. He's got to figure out the three, but he is a defensive stopper. They put him on Dame to start the game. He did a pretty decent job. And then like throughout the game was just a menace on the court. He didn't start the second half, which was kind of confusing, but like in his time, like he played a little bit in like in the third quarter, but just didn't start the third quarter. But like he was really good on defense. I really like Casey on Paula. Yeah, for sure. I don't know. Do you think he'd be a starter uh, starting off the season? I think so, but he's probably going to be like under 20 minutes. That, mm. that kind of started. Yeah, and bring in like Keegan in the probably within what five ten minutes of the game maybe. Yeah, like I I don't see him closing is what I is what I would assume. Just unless like you're really like struggling with a wing guy like if you have like LeBron James like you got to put Casey in there to just to have a chance. Mm-hmm. But like him not being able to shoot is a problem. Like he hasn't hit a three in preseason. The mechanics look fine, but I wish he would be a little bit more assertive about it. Hmm. Well. We'll see, but yeah, other than his offense, the rest of the stuff I'm liking for sure. All right. Okay. Uh, last thing I want to quickly talk about, Shane Sharp. Finally get a chance to see Shane Sharp. What do you think? I mean, not going to lie. I, I missed. Before that, you were hyping me up about how well he played against, was it Macari? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> or Is it Macari? That's the team name. Let me check real quick. They play they play OKC today. By the way, Poku, shout out to Poku. He he lit up uh yeah, Maccabi. My bad. Maccabi. Yeah. He he lit up Maccabi. So yeah. He he joins he joins Shade Sharp and you know the players that lit up Maccabi. Uh yes. <laughs> I guess everyone plays well against Maccabi. <laughs> Except uh didn't they win against the, the Suns? Was it Maccabi that won against it, the Suns? It was the 36ers. It's not Maccabi. Oh, that's right. But, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, to be honest, when I saw um, Chin Sharp, I, I didn't hear him or see him check in, not going to lie, until like you mentioned it. He, yeah, like, he kind of just slipped in there, like, a little bit in the first half and then just randomly got on the court, like, late in the third quarter and then uh, in the fourth quarter. Like, I don't know. Like, I I kind of can I can get why. He probably isn't ready to play. And, like, you know, just from this game, you can tell he's not really ready just yet. Like, he has a lot of, like, smooth dribbling. He looks really smooth out there, but he's got to be able to make shots and be able to like finish. And he's probably a little bit of ways, a ways away from that, but he, he's smooth. I really like him so mm-hmm. far. Yeah. I mean, he's still, did he turn 19 yet? Uh, let me see. Let's see. Click on Shane Sharp. He is 19. Yes. Okay. So uh, yeah, give it some, maybe another year, <laughs> hopefully. So he gets that, uh, I guess, so-called college experience type of age but uh i giggle every time they say he's from kentucky <laughs> yeah but yeah he, he will he will get there but i like right now i can understand why he probably isn't playing much um like i think he, he he's got he's got some work to do but like the pieces are there for him to build something and he could be a star going forward and he, he looks really long, by the way. Like, you can tell how long his arms are on, on some rebounds. 
but I can understand why he's probably not going to play a huge role this season. And honestly, he doesn't look all that happy about it either. Yeah. I, I mean, it is what it is. He didn't, he didn't play college ball. So, I mean, they, they got to do something about that, but uh, I feel like he's just going to be playing in the G league for the time being. I'm going to assume. We'll see. I mean, like the starting lineup of the of the Blazers is pretty good. They do probably need someone off the off the bench that can light it up, unless they want to split up Simons and Dame because their second unit not great. They try to run Keon Johnson with the point guard for stretches. That was not pretty, even though like Keon Keon's got something. I don't know what it is, but like they 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 don't have that many choices. Shane might be their best option. Hmm. Yeah, he could be the sixth man, I guess. I don't know. Probably not at that level yet. Like the eighth or tenth man, hmm. my opinion. I mean, looking at the roster, I mean, their bench is kind of, eh, I mean, it works. They could work with it, I guess. Yeah, we'll see. But like, I, I like what I see from Shane. He's just got to work. He's just got to work on it. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. All right, well, that's all we have for the game. Uh, another game happened today, uh, 49ers versus Panthers. Uh, Fong very confidently uh, predicted that they were going to beat the Panthers, and they did. So tell me about it. Oh, man, defense. <laughs> did I say we have the best defense in the NFL? I don't think you did, but sure. <laughs> but I'm going to say top five just to be kind to other teams but uh yeah it's all about the defense and uh for sure um i mean jimmy i mean jimmy's jimmy (laughs) that's all i could say uh but i mean he played out for sure um other than that like i said it's all about that defense that defense always gonna carry us uh, regardless if our offense is gonna be uh good or not I mean, you're kind of capped to a certain degree with Jimmy Garoppolo. So, like, your defense kind of has to carry you. And, you know, this game, they did. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, other than that. Ugh, excuse me. Uh, don't know what else to say. I mean, got a good, well, good rushing yards. And in terms of passes, I mean, it's Jimmy. <laughs> but uh, He's hope- Jimmy. Yeah. Uh, let me check who we're playing. Falcons. Oh, next week? Okay. We should be able to win that, too. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Now, not as not as confident and bordering on the edge of straight arrogance, but so, okay. So, you, you're predicting a win against the Falcons. They, they lose today? Yeah, against uh, whatchamacallit, um, the Buccaneers. And, uh, yeah, it's some weird weird calls at the end uh even though they're they were still down um just uh calls that went the buccaneers way which uh i guess shouldn't happen well i mean that that's what you, that's what you get with tom brady i guess uh football football i i don't know what to say about that but you do predict a win against the falcons yeah all right well i guess i'll hold you to that we'll see what happens next week when they uh play against the Again, the Atlanta Falcons. Is it in uh so so I almost said SoFi? Is it going to be in uh, Santa Clara or is it going to be in uh, Atlanta? I gotta check that. Oh, it says at at Falcons, so I'm assuming at Atlanta. Oh yeah. Okay, then it's Atlanta. Then does that change anything? 
not really, unless it's gonna like rain or something, <laughs> then Jimmy's gonna have a it, bad time throwing it, in the getting, rain. It's getting close to that rainy season. You never know. Yeah, I don't know how Atlanta weather is during you know this time of the year. So yeah, who knows? And you know, for all we know, it could be snowing too, you know, with climate change and all that. Um, yeah. You know, Atlanta? <laughs> I, I don't I don't know. It's it's the East Coast. They got weird weather over there. Wait, does it snow in Atlanta? Like I said, I, I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know either. Maybe it hails or something for for all I know. But all right, well, good luck to your 49ers. And uh, yeah, good good job on winning today. Um, I mean, you guys, I assume, are celebrating. Although I didn't see that much on Twitter. Maybe they just kind of expected you guys to beat the Panthers, you know. It's just like they were probably feeling like how you were feeling. Uh, maybe, but I mean, there's definitely a lot of other NFL stuff going on. Uh, other than that, no, just more disappointed about my fantasy. That's all. <laughs> did, did you lose points or did you lose money? Uh, more, more like lost my matchup this week, and I I knew I was gonna lose the matchup, but I'm more disappointed that my uh players uh didn't play to my expectations, and you know I I did I did it to myself, but. Hey, it is what it is. You know what? Taking accountability, I like it. Even though I have no clue. I I don't play fantasy, so I don't really know, especially football fantasy. I, I get how uh I get how basketball fantasy works. I don't know how football fantasy works, but um yeah, I'm it's I'm very sorry to hear your loss. I am glad you're taking accountability for it. We all love to hear it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anything else you want to quickly talk about? Uh, I mean, uh, I, I didn't see the highlights for Extreme Rules, but do you want to talk about that? Is it the biggest return of all time? Because that's what I'm hearing. Yeah, that's what I'm hearing, too. So, <laughs> look, what, what it, like, hey, give me your thoughts about the Bray Wyatt return. Did you like what are your thoughts on Bray Wyatt, actually? I mean, I'm kind of excited because, you know, it's under Triple H's, um, I guess, reign in terms of creativity. So I'm pretty interested on what he's going to do. But in terms of the return itself, I'm like, it's already been hinted and like pretty much confirmed that he's going to come back. So it wasn't really as special as I have hoped for. Hmm. Okay. I was hoping for you to be a little bit more hyped about it and then I can smash those dreams. But look, it's a great return. Like they... They, you know, they went back and uh, referred to basically every part of his past. Like they did everything in the Fire, Firefly Funhouse. They, mm-hmm. they had like people dress up as life-size versions of those puppets. It was a really good like recap of, of like his whole entire past. But the only real critique I have is that who's he facing and like, what's he going to do next? Granted, they're probably doing that to boost the ratings for uh, SmackDown and Raw. But, like, at the same time, Bray coming back, I don't know where this is going. I'm not exactly excited to see him face, say, Roman or something. He, I don't think he's really that level of main eventer anymore. Uh, like, don't get me wrong. I love The Fiend at his prime. Like, he was the hottest thing in the world, in, in the wrestling business. Like, uh, he was bigger than AEW at one mm-hmm. point. But mm-hmm. that is that part is gone. Although I am interested to see if he can recreate that magic because he is a creative genius. He really is. But my critique is that, like, where's this going? 
Like, I'm not exactly excited to see his matches. Like, I, the storylines will be good. But it's a weird con. His character is really weird in that it's really hard to book. But I am interested in seeing where this goes. But at the same time, this is, this is a nice, this is a really great return. Mm-hmm. I'm not the biggest, I'm, I'm not that hyped over it. Mm. Yeah. That might be just me being a hipster, by the way. I, I will acknowledge <laughs> that. But yeah, I'm like, eh. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I mean, yeah, his matches, I mean, the only live match I saw with him, I, I believe in my lifetime was, you know, the Hell in Cell match, if yeah. you can call that. <laughs> I mean, look, I guess it was an okay match going into it. It's just that they, they DQ'd a Hell in Cell match, one of the absolute worst finishes of all time. So I, I would, I wouldn't, ex- I, I wouldn't remember Bray by that. But my point is like, I don't know where this is going. I don't know if it's going to be good or not. It probably will be good. But to say this is one of the greatest returns of all time, I, I, I don't know. I think The Rock had a better return. So, like, that that's my gold standard. Like, yeah, I, I just thought the hype was a little overblown. It's nice. But, you know, let's relax a little bit. Yeah, I remember seeing, like, a comment on YouTube or something saying this was better than I think it was a 95 Undertaker return or even the John oh, yeah, Cena return. Oh, yeah, great fucking return. <laughs> yeah, fate, him <laughs> to face fake Undertaker. <laughs> yeah, that was, that. What really, that's their gold standard? What is that garbage? But, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, it was a comment, so. Yeah, wrestling fans, it is what it is. I, I'm not the biggest fan of it. Uh, I would I would calm down about the Bray Wyatt stuff. I, I wasn't that hyped about him returning in the first place, honestly. Yeah. Maybe that's just me. I mean, if it was, I, I really love the unannounced returns, to be honest. But this was already like built up to be known to be a return. So it's I, like, I mean, to be fair, like sometimes like the build, like building up to a return is better than just unannouncing it, I think. Cause like the Johnny Gargano unannounced return kind of fell flat for me a little bit just because like oh, people just were not expecting it at all. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. It's, it's subjective. Again, not the biggest fan of the return, but it was a yeah. good return. Yeah. Wait, well, for me, the biggest return in, for well, for me is what was Edge because I didn't know he was returning, regardless of all the news that was already yeah. out. Yeah. Um. It was more that was like more of like backdoor reporting. There was a lot of reporting that he was going to come back, but nothing like WWE never announced anything. Yeah. So for me, I like. I didn't know anything, but when I heard that he returned from uh, one of our friends because he kind of spoiled it for me, I, I was kind of in shock. Yeah, I mean, like him coming back after such a big injury and, you know, like it, it was legitimately 10 years later. I I mean, the, the return's great. I didn't like how he won the Royal Rumble the next year. So mm. that's my only critique of the Edge return. Although Edge had a really nice match with Finn Balor. That was fun. Hmm. Was it SmackDown or? I believe they're raw. raw. Yeah, they're raw. Yeah. I see. Never mind. <laughs> you ever gonna watch wrestling ever again? Only the highlights. I think I the Kings try. are gonna make the playoffs first before you ever start. <laughs> yeah, before I could even understand it, all the storylines of uh, of uh, WWE, I guess. Okay um yeah so overall uh, it was a good it was a good show good return let's re- let's relax on it being the greatest of all time hmm. 
Okay, uh, so no House of the Dragon tonight. Uh, it, it is coming out. I'm probably going to watch it after this. But uh, the game just ended. I have not time to actually watch it. Neither has Fong. I believe you did not watch it while we were watching the game, correct? What, House of Dragon? Yeah. No, there, there's no way I could focus on uh, football, basketball, then House of Dragon all at once. Yeah, so here, here you have it. Fong cannot do three things at once. Uh, so that is not possible for him or for me. So uh, <laughs> okay. we won't be talking about House of Dragon until next episode. So yeah, stay tuned for that. Other than that, uh, if you don't have anything else, uh, this this is what uh, normally a Sackings Therapy episode is like. So hopefully for new listeners, you enjoy it. If you already know this was like, hopefully you like us returning uh, to that schedule, if you will. So yeah, uh, ha- happy to see some Kings basketball again and happy that the season is basically, it's getting going. It's almost there. It's almost here, I mean. Yeah, it'll be, what is it? Wednesday the 19th uh, that we'll be seeing uh, the Kings play in the regular season? Correct. Yep. Mm. Against the Blazers. Oh, okay. <laughs> Let's hope it's the same result. We shall see. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. We'll catch you guys on the next one. All right. We'll see you guys later.